BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? The N-word. You know what the N-word is? It's (laughs) no, no, no. It's the nuclear word. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Alliance and Donald. And, uh... I didn't want to talk about this because when I saw this on the news last night, I thought, oh, God, Brett, will, Brett can't have a – Brett's going to laugh the entire time. It's terrible what happened out there in Chandler. Some kids hung a for sale sign in somebody's front yard, uh, tied bananas to it, and wrote a terrible word on it. And then the name of the kid inside of the house evidently is on there, and they don't like him. It was a terrible racial slur. Now, Brett, who I sent that to and said, all right, no, don't laugh at this. <laughs> Immediately fired back. Stupid ring cameras. Kids can't have fun anymore. And I'm like, that is not <laughs> what the message is. But in a way, you know, this is terrible and these kids are going to get in trouble. Ring cameras have made both great things, like where we catch idiots who do stuff like this, and also ruined, like he it's brought it up. It, 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 doorbell it, ditching. Doorbell ditching. Yeah. It's over. They still do it in our neighborhood. They, they really? Do? They're and dumb. It, the asshole parents get on next door. Is this your child? Right. Who taught him this? It and I'm like, used to be, you probably did. did. Yeah, right. exactly. It used to be sort of a fun rite of passage on a Friday night and you're bored to doorbell ditch houses and then hot, like, and to get the same house three or four times in one night was gold. 
Oh, yeah, you give them like five minutes yeah. to get comfortable cool. back they in the chair. Poke and, themselves out, and then yep. you get them back, and then ding dong, ding dong. And they would, you know, and then and then the best one was the third or fourth time because it was me, Mike Burkhart, Mark, occasionally Jeff Cuomo, a kid named Jeff Begley. Usually three to four of us were out, and I'm like, oh, let's get let's get them, like the, the Travis kid that we hate him. Let's get his family, and all four of us would have to do it. Nobody ever got nabbed, but by the four, if you drew fourth, they were waiting for you. Like so, they heard like any rustling. That door swung open the second your finger went ding, and you had to. I see you, Jeff Begley. <laughs> and you'd giggle for hours. You're back at the park, like, ah! But then the next day, you're too stupid as a kid to not recognize those people. Will remember this tomorrow. Not only that, you go over to their house. If you ever went over to a house of friends that you did yeah. that to, and it taught you really funny, isn't it, John? Exactly. And then, it, but it taught you to lie. To your parents, oh right? Because the next day, when that person was standing on your doorstep, and your son last night, we caught him last night. Uh, door, and I, I was, I was in Mark's house. Not me. Call That's Mark's Mark. house. Call Mark. And you learn your parents like I don't know who to believe. You better not be doing. And they knew, but the ring doorbells have ruined all that fun. Now that you know, and teeping and doing well, all that stuff. I mean, and toilet toilet papering died the day I answered my door at my mom's house. And uh, I'm, I'm, these kids are there, probably 14, 15 years old, and they're like, hi, um, we were curious if we were, um, if we could toilet paper your house tonight. What? They asked for permission? Yeah. And I'm like, huh? We'll clean it up tomorrow. No. It's, not, it's my not mom's house. You're not coming back tomorrow. You're not. So the next day, I'm looking across the street, and their own house was toilet papered. <laughs> the parents let them the, toilet paper their own place. Unbelievable. Teach your kids and right. I, that's parents. what I wanted to say. I'm like, hey guys, you don't ask. First off, you don't ask permission. That's not the point of it. You're running the risk of getting caught doing it. That's the fun. Like toilet paper, and plus, I don't even live here. I'm just watching my mom. Unless you hate my mom, there's no reason to do this. Do you hate my mom? Is she like the the, the scourge of the street? No, it's just close. They were lazy and whatever. And then I find out that that's the way it works now with toilet papering. In a lot of cases, is the the parents, it's it's a white people thing, I think. I remember one time we went out and decided we were going to do it, and none of us had any toilet paper or anything. So instead of going to the store and buying some, we went to the Holiday Inn there on Country Club in the oh 60s my God. and went to the janitor hall or the house house cleaning uh, yeah. closets were at the end of the hall, and we would just grab a case, go to the next floor, grab a case, grab a case, yeah, grab a case all the way down to the bottom. Yeah. You guys loaded up. Oh, yeah. And then my friend had the balls enough. Actually, once we did it, he grabbed their hose and started hosing it down. Oh, that's because that. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's a bridge too far. Balls. Yeah, we used to go to that Holiday Inn on Country Club in the '60s and go to the top floor. If there were no conferences in there, the doors were always open. We just drink. (laughs) Oh, really? We take. You were allowed to wander through that thing like it was a museum. They didn't know. (laughs) They didn't know. You'd get in the elevator. You have a a bag in your hand, and it was usually full of beer. And we go up, and there was a top floor. They had this. uh, It was like a meeting center. And I found out about it because my friend Alan would take girls there and hose them. <laughs> the oh, no kidding. <laughs> now, they had like a room, a meeting room. And they had AA meetings and things like that up there. So sometimes you'd go and there were people there and you're like, eh, not tonight. <laughs> and then you just end up at a park. But a lot of times we just go to the Holiday Inn and sit in that room. It's another thing technology ruined. And now you have got to have card keys to, yeah, to get up to the different the floors. Elevators. Right. Yeah, it's brutal. But, uh, you know, it's a good thing. Like, it's a good thing these kids are going to get caught because that is – I don't know what kind of kids you're raising that would do that to the miserable, uh, you know, the brain power that they've got is not going the right direction. And boy, that's gutsy in this day and age because not only is your face on a camera 
you can't be a pitcher for the Dodgers in the future with this now. Oh, yeah. You know, that's just a fact. <laughs> like, like, if they're good athletes or something, and this comes out 10 years from now, those cameras never forget. So people, I don't think, and kids don't have brain power to think this affects me forever. Yeah. You know, you can't all have. about what's what's cool now. Bananas and an N-word on a for sale stop, for, on a for sale sign in somebody's front yard. He didn't do it. I'm proud of him. And then, and then. You know, you're on the ring camera, and they're like, "We know," and that's what they said on the news too. We know who did it. We're on the ring camera. We're not going to show them, but we we know who did this, and they'll be dealt with. Just they're done. What an asshole as a teenager. Yeah, you're horrible. I mean, come on. But probably so is your parents. More than likely, they're the same. Maybe they did it too. Maybe they were driving the car. But it has kind of it's a it's a you're right. It's double edge. Yeah. Because the the fact that they're catching idiots like this, great. But the fun of I mean, spending Friday's doorbell ditching and it's great. Ugh. It's a rite of passage. It was the best. I mean, we when you first do it, the the rush, the exhilaration, it's amazing. And all you're doing is knocking on a door and leaving. Now, for me, a guy like me, it never would have mattered because I'm never answering. I don't. Basically, every time my doorbell used to ring until I had it detached, which is the greatest move I've ever made in house history. Uh, anytime wires, you knock. Uh, you just when a construction guys were like, what are the odds? Because it was hanging down on the ceiling, the doorbell itself. Oh, you know the the, the, the noisemaker. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna get rid of that thing. It was like your doorbell. I'm like, like I say, well, let's get just rid get of rid of that thing. thing. So they just cap the wires. There's nothing to ring. There's no bell to ring. So you can hit that button all day long. It's just going to two dead wires in the Ours ceiling. Ours gets stuck, and I. You want to know what's better than a doorbell? When that transformer gets stuck, and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> just sounds like your house is going to burn down, and just goes. Yeah, but it used to be a blast. But you knock on my door, I'm not answering it anyway. I mean, I'll just stand and look at him. Like, good on you, kid. And Michael brings up a good point. Crank calling too. Can't do that anymore either. Crank calling used to be a blast. Yeah, that used to unknown be so number, yeah. possible spam. Yep. All of yeah, that. but now it's yeah. But now it's have, even a number. If I don't, if I don't recognize, if it ain't in my phone, I don't I'm answer. I'm not answering. Screw you. I used to always call. I'd, we'd find names in the phone book that look like old ladies. Gladys, Adelaide, Opal. Opal. We'd fire off. Uh, Hello, and I would I would either be a bill collector or someone who's trying to kill themselves. Oh Is this suicide God. hotline? No, it's not. I can't do anything right. What's your name? <laughs> and then the one time we you know we did it and and radio it's hard to do crank calls. That's why yeah. if you hear radio stations doing crank calls, yeah. they're almost all fake. Because no, think about it. Nobody answers a phone at seven in the morning. Nobody. If they did it in the daytime, the day before, they're usually calling a business, and then it's all phony. Like most, almost always. It's and because fake. we get this on <gasps> really? text a lot, the reason that we got away with a lot of them is you didn't identify anybody in this. And well, yeah, you can get Tristan away with them one still. Was a fake one, right? Because we never identified her either. Right, you can still get away with it. Yeah. But they have to be like the, it has to, to be, be fairly elaborate. Yep, they have to be in on the joke. Somebody has to be in on the joke. Yep. Says, "Hey, the, these guys are going to call you from this thing." Yep. But when we, yeah, and that was, and when we called that girl years ago and told her that her boyfriend had impregnated her, and I was this girl on the line, and I, because he said, "Hey, call my girlfriend and tell her you got like I got this teen girl pregnant." So I called as this teen girl. Sound like Katie Hobbs? He did. And uh, the girl lost her mind. Oh, she went full wildcat. You've heard that one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, but that was way before like caller ID was right. forever, and right. people still answered their phones. Yeah, crank calling, doorbell ditching, toilet papering, toilet yeah, papering. Trying... We're missing stuff here. Yeah, I mean it's it's all gone, and that's why your kids are fat. 
Because they're, they're not they're running, not running from, from doorbells. They're <laughs> <laughs> not running from doorbells. We need to bring that back. We need to bring that back. The problem is these, if we had like, all right, ring doorbells don't work from 8 till 930. Everybody would be robbing you. Well, here. You Meth heads have ruined ding, everything. You could only ding dong ditch here in the, uh, in the wintertime. Couldn't you? Summertime, 120 degree heat. No. Are you out? Uh, yeah. Any, anytime. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's only 100 degrees at night, right. so you're good. <laughs> and it used to be a little bit different where it wasn't so asphalty hot at night here. It was in the 90s. <laughs> oh, we played baseball in the middle of the day and then would go just swamp-ass doorbell ditching. Oh, it was constant. We'd go turfing, too. Did you ever turf? What's that? Those houses that got, you know, the kind of like the acre lots and stuff like that. You just roll your car into their front yard and just burn no, out and that's, tear up the yard oh, wow. and then take off. That's kind of Polly Walnut vandalism. style from. <laughs> wow. That is vandalism. Yeah, we used to do that. We never did anything criminal, Brett. <laughs> Italians. What houses have lots that big in their front yard uh, here? There, there's a few. Well, I don't want to say where, I, where it was. <laughs> They're still though. looking for you. But there's some in Gilbert. Let's just say that. Circle G. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's, there's, yeah. there's like acre county, lots there. Yeah. County Island? Yeah, that too. Oh, okay, there's a few gotcha. in Chandler too. We ne- I, I've never even been in a car oh, where yeah. somebody's donutting someone's yard. Yeah. That's because my dad raised A, I was raised right. B, he Which also. Dish dish? Doorbell ditching does no damage. <laughs> it just pisses people off, and that's not a crime. Uh, my dad was a big one for staying out of people's yards. That's once when we got once we got cars. It was like before that, it was doorbell ditching and, you know, so. I, I I thought for sure I was going to be publicly hung when I decided to take my Jeep into the neighbor's driveway because it was a straight shot out of the cul-de-sac yeah. and try to, you know, spin the tires yeah. in a CJ7 with a 115 horsepower engine. And I hit the brake and I'm, when I learned that, I thought that was the coolest. But I've got these big knobby, you know, BF Goodrich tires on that thing. Brake? I know. You, and then you gas it to where your RPMs are going as high. And then you take your foot off the brake and it spins. And we were leaving tire tread marks in our neighbor's front driveway one day my dad comes home and he looks and goes what are you doing and I, he was more angry at the fact that i'm spinning uh, these gigantic knobby tires and just eating up the tread on these jeep tires for no reason at all it's not what that thing's for and he goes you're cleaning that I'm like what they don't know about it you're cleaning that and I, he was furious that i did that to anybody's front yard because he didn't want to pay for it oh man now the so, yeah you're terrible you're you're, you're <laughs> tore up people's front yards that's not right but yeah ring cameras for all their good, you have to remember uh, they're making your kids fat. That's basically what I saw a thing on uh, childhood obesity yesterday, and they're basically saying, well, we've lost that battle. So they're approving surgeries to uh, shrink up your kids. Uh, <laughs> Take away the PlayStation. Take away the ring camera. Yeah, well, that too. Or, or teach them to mask up. You know, they love filtering themselves. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> Real-life filter and doorbell ditch. Dressed as another guy. Oh, I know a few people that can make a filter. Oh. They wouldn't even look like you. Uh, your ring camera filter. You can. You'd look like you were a, a, an infant. For God's sakes, we can youth you up with these filters, and then no one would know. You go in filter face. But yeah, I mean, they're not even trying to disguise themselves when they commit a terrible Brett crime in your front yard. Terrifying. <laughs> dumb kid. Your kids are dumb and they're and they're chubby, and it's because ring cameras have ruined them.
I'm sure there's people telling us they've done terrible damage to somebody. Oh, yeah, money. somebody uh, doorbell ditching, putting peanut butter on the door handle so when they go back in, oh. they grab a handful of peanut butter. Poop in a bag on fire? I've, yeah, yeah, I never did that, but I've heard that one. You uh, ass on my house! You ass on my house! I watched that happen once. It's not as... It's not as it's not as by the book as you think it's going to be. The idea is to put take dog poop or human poop, but we use dog poop, in a paper bag and then roll it up, put it on the door. And it's doorbell ditching with a plus. With it's, a kick. It's, yeah, it's a little, little kick. extra kick on it. You light the bag on fire. And in the hope that when they come out and see that there's something on fire on their porch, they'll stomp it out. No one does. No. No, you get the hose. Yeah, you just, get a hose because it's barely burning. And that's back when we had those paper uh, grocery bags, yeah. not, not the plastic right. ones now. Right. And yeah, so it would burn, but then you get a hose or you get some water and you put not one person ever stomps it out. And that's never worked. And the risk of burning someone's home down is what if they're not home and they've got a burning bag on their front porch? You're a dumb kid, like, you don't ever know that. Idiot. So I watched that happen once and it was a guy came out and poured water on it and screamed something like F you and You son of a bitch. He knew we're watching because he'd probably done it in his life. But yeah, ring cameras. This guy said in Arcadia they used to run ten deep TPing. And then when they were done, they would take Polaroids, mooning the camera, and leave it on the doorstep. Oh, Talk about balls. There you go. See? <laughs> I bet you they were thin. Probably. I bet you they were in great <laughs> shape. <laughs> Lizzo asses hanging out there. I bet you in this day and age, you barely recognize that as an ass. It's like, it's wow, it's all in shape, and there's muscle tone. This is weird. You guys, I remember when we used to throw dirt clods on people's roofs. Yeah. yeah. Egging? I had an arm. I had a gun. I had an egg gun. And we used to we could stand at a great distance and egg things. I never egged. I egged. I'm with Brett. You're a car guy. Yeah, yeah. I was a yard guy. Yeah, that's true. I'm not allowed in the yard. You're, you don't <laughs> mess with a man's car. And you're right. But we egged. Yeah. We, we egged convertibles. Oh, I would. Yeah, dick. I would. My, oh, in summertime, <laughs> oh. if you left your car out with the roof off, you know, old pinpoint Johnny would stand a few hundred feet away and like, can you get that one? I'm like, I can get any of them. <laughs> And you know, T tops. And we have, but we were so stupid. Like, oh, the T tops. Yeah. This is us in our twenties. My friend Joe would go close to the car, and we could see him for for distance. Yeah, and he'd do like this, or he'd go. If I was long, his arms would go apart. If I was <laughs> close, he'd get. So I get a gauge on how to throw the next one, and I was dunking. And then the one time we did it, we just bounced it off the seat, and it bounced right back. And then I just cracked it on the steering wheel and ran away. Yeah, we had we were terrible, horrible. I'm Ring with camera never Brett. Us. I'm with Brett. 1988, striping people's front lawns with a 74 See? LTD. Oh yeah, there you go. You were car turfing. guys. I'm a lawn guy. I egged cars. You ruined lawns. Crandall actually uh, went turfing before too, so I'm not the only Perfect. one, obviously. And mm-hmm. then here's a guy greasing a payphone and then calling it from across the way that had somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's very New York. Back when they had numbers on the phone. Who answers payphones? Who just randomly goes, hmm, I'll get it. <laughs> Hello? Hello, stranger. Who the hell answers a payphone? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> never. Before they were locked down, many local golf courses we did donuts on. Ah, uh, that's wrong. <laughs> they used to shoot salt pellets at you at Dobson Ranch. Well, yeah. With what? Like a 12 gauge. A gun, yeah. But it was just salt pellets. Right. Salt pellets. Yeah. And they wow. Would, they would Get like a- Yeah. I have plenty of friends who oh, were yeah. just walking through there at night, not doing any damage, but you weren't allowed on there. If that guy caught you, he would fire off that salt <laughs> wow. gun. And nobody was mad about it. Like a man actively firing projectiles at kids. And the parents were like, what are you doing on the golf course? Back when. Yeah, you uh, deserved that. You deserved it. You were trespassing. Yeah, I miss all that stuff.
<laughs> they can't egg houses anymore now because they're five dollars a carton. That's true That's too. True. That is, yeah, it's gotten a little pricey to be a, a vandal. John, I know you're saying this, but do not listen to Brett. Please, I beg you, do not listen to Brett. I did that. Sunburst Farms. Drove Amber G's Jeep right into the oh, nice. irrigated front yard, buried the Jeep, ripped out his irrigation, had to go to court. Oh, Do not yeah. listen oh, to no. Brett. Yeah, of course not. It's what I said. I it, planned it, mine out ahead yeah, of time. Yours is still <laughs> vandalism. Do a little practice. Yours there. is vandalism. <laughs> yours, you were probably like, eh, go, go take care of that kid's front yard. <laughs> like it was, a, it was a mission to get some, like this, he stole cigarettes or something. This goes to, to yeah, what, something you won't do. We used to put Icy Hot on the portable toilet seats. Oh, I, I would, it would oh. never affect me. <laughs> right. Who sits on a portable toilet? <laughs> I mean, every word in that sentence is awful. <laughs> <laughs> portable toilet. Ugh. We're, we're, a portable toilet, like, uh, you're, it's mean, but don't sit on a portable John, toilet. John, you know that uh, the problem is in the summer, these eggs cook on the car, I right? Know. It's almost impossible to get yep. off. What a dick. Yeah, yeah oil. dick. And I got mine. <laughs> I know you got I got mine. Got I left. Back? I'm. Uh, a convertible. I had a 350Z convertible. Was it down when you got July? And uh, I left it. No, the top was up, but I left it outside one night and went out. And I was sleeping until noon because we were on vacation. So I was asleep and I woke up to go to my car. And not only had the eggs already cooked, they ate the paint right off of it. Gone. Yeah. And, I'm, and I wasn't even angry. I'm like, A, I left my car out. B, it's my turn. <laughs> I just I remember just looking at it, going, "Yep, this is this is all this is all that coming." The chickens are back, my friend. They're roosting all over your house, and I just tip my cap to whatever happened. I'm like, "It was my turn." John, you'll hate this one, but we would prank call numbers from lost pet flyers as kids. You son of a bitch! Oh, that's yeah. mean. Oh. See, my turfing isn't that bad oh. now. That's <laughs> terrible. Why not lost kids? Not lost pets. <laughs> right. They never put the little. Have you seen this right, kid flyer right. on the? Oh, that's terrible! And you gave them false leads too, you right, bastards. Right. But it is, you know, knowing as a as a delinquent child, you knew they'd answer the phone every time. So that's all you were looking for. Good John, one. I'm I'm with you. Same thing with me. Wife and I got egged on our way to an anniversary dinner. The wife was worried I was going to murder the kids. I calmly looked at her and said, "Karma, yeah, this I deserve me. this. It's my turn." And I hope someone tears your yard to shreds. It might be me. <laughs> it might be my dad. Uh, I, if I put a foot in a neighbor's yard, get out of our goddamn yard! What's wrong? You don't walk on a man's lawn. I'm like you don't. Why? We can go to. The, we're going to the park right now to walk on a giant lawn. Yeah, it doesn't belong to anybody. Okay. I, I, when I when I had the house in Queen Creek, I was on a corner and son of a bitch is across through my yard every day. I'm like, you son of. Oh, he used to drive yeah, a walk payback. through. Yeah, yeah. But, but they weren't driving through. <laughs> we used to also this that goes, is not payback to kids simply walking across your grass to me, compared to you rake the damn thing gun in your subaru sr5 <laughs> in somebody's front yard we used, we also used to this goes more along the lines of doorbell ditching not uh turfing but when we get bored we'd get get a couple soda cans and put them on each side of the street with like rocks and stuff on them yeah. and then put a fishing wire across so when you came through your car would hit it and then all these rocks are banging around and shit sorry i'm so into this story <laughs> and then you'd have somebody throw on the brakes and start chasing you know yeah. 10 kids running away and yeah it's great well, I always Canning cars too. I talked about it the other day, but sitting in Joe Roger's tree in the front yard, throwing that oh, fake yeah. body in the road was—that's <laughs> wow. pretty bad too. That's Horrible. Bad. And you knew it when we were doing it. By the way, we were also 
of drinking age. We were 20, 21, oh, 22. Oh, man. Did you guys ever put smoke balls on the doorstep, then ring the doorbell and watch the smoke go inside when they open the door because no. it sucks right in? Never had smoke balls. Anyway, we're all delinquents. Ring doorbells. They've ruined a lot of your fun, kids. That's why you're all fat. And you think that your Aww. Twitch account's fun. It isn't. Here's the top. Read the last one that's coming through. Not one. This oh one God. just printed. Okay. Do you think I'm bad? Oh, my God. <laughs> Tom says, my ex-wife used to put Drano on the hood of people's cars in high school. One girl drove home with the word C-U something something <laughs> on her hood. She drained. Wow. Your wife is one of those mean, evil, evil bitches. And he wow. still married her? He had to. What, what would happen if he oh, just that's did? true. Oh, that's true. He's not going to screw up. Oh, my God, John. She drained the C word on a girl's car. <laughs> my friend, uh, well, my friend Rob pooped on Elizabeth, uh, pooped on her hood of her car, thinking he, she'd find it hilarious. How is that funny? I How is that know. possible? Like, he thought it was a move. Like, she was really pretty. Elizabeth was wow. beautiful. That and is- and she worked at Tony Romas. She was, like, the hostess that everybody's, you know, 26-year-old bartenders. Everybody's trying to touch Elizabeth, like, in some way. She was gorgeous. And Rob went over to her house once and uh, thought it would be hilarious. Like, he was joking with her and stuff. I don't know if she was into him or not. I don't think she was. And then he dropped the trowel and pooped on her little red car. And the next morning, you know, it's summer. That poop's just tearing the tearing. It stunk and it tore the paint off the front. And he called me, oh, pooped on Elizabeth's car. I'm like, what in the world kind of move was that? Yeah, so ring doorbell would have caught that. that I love how people admit to crimes when we get on conversations like these. John, we used to shoot BBs at the roofers working on the new houses across the street. One guy finally lost it and returned fire with his nail yeah, with gun. The nail gun. Got <laughs> that's a 22. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's going to have a little more juice. Uh, all right, anyway. Well, stop it. But your fat kids need something to do. Teach them to go take them out doorbell ditching. That's a, the father-son thing. Like when we were kids. Get you father know? and son ski masks and yeah. everything so you don't get caught. Yeah. John Middle. Right. <laughs> that's, not, that's a good exactly. idea. John, middle of winter in Montana, we used to throw snowballs at passing cars in our yard. And then we'd run into the ge- garage, not thinking that the lady could just follow our goddamn footprints <laughs> right. rip us in the, snow, in the yeah. garage. We threw rocks at our neighbor once, hiding in my dad's uh, – we had just uh, done some uh, landscape rocks. And my dad's pickup truck was in the front, and Mark and I laid in the back of the truck with the remnants that were still there and threw rocks at our neighbor, the beerings <laughs> across the cul-de-sac, and they – and then lay back down. And then he just walked over and looked in the truck and goes, guys, enough. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what You're are you throwing doing? rocks at us. We're, it's all over our driveway. You just quit it. Well, we weren't doing it. Okay, idiots. <laughs> On bulk, bulk pickup days for Trash and Gilbert, these guys used to take like old chairs and couches and put them in people's pickup trucks around the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. I love that one. That's funny. <laughs> you just got somebody's garbage in your truck. This guy says, uh, oh, we used to do more than doorbell ditch in Montana. Uh, my uh, girlfriend had a baby, and I haven't seen him for 54 years. <laughs> Signed Toledo's dad. Wait for that one. <laughs> He's infant ditching. And now a bunch of them. He's still hiding in a bush. Nobody's mentioned mailbox baseball yet. No, we that's vandalism. That I never did. That, that's a federal it? offense. Yeah, we had them. That's a federal. Older neighborhoods still had the mailboxes yeah. out front. Knocking yeah. those off there? No way. Knocking down mailboxes? You can't do that. Got broad in the car? You got broad in the car? <laughs> <laughs> Four state lines? That's kidnapping. 
And for all the kids listening in the car right now, keep in mind, kids, I got my ass kicked by an adult anytime I yep. did this. And you deserved it. Crap. And you yeah. deserved it. And the risk was the neighbors would beat you. Rightfully so. That's why you don't get caught, mm. Chunky. <laughs> Fred will appreciate this one. Uh-oh. We put an old 308 engine all greasy and leaking in someone's driveway in high school oh, and then left. That's horrible. a dick move. <laughs> that is a dick. Because how do you move the yeah, engine? That's tough. You got a 500-pound engine yeah. in your driveway. And we're saying engine. We're not, to, we're not, a, we're not pressing right, off right, the yeah, entire yeah. nation of <laughs> Apaches, I hope. <laughs> Although that would be pretty great. And I'm not moving neither. You guys got to pick me up. Well, somebody put a 500-pound engine in our driveway. John, it's not just kids. It's adults. Worst one yet, my mom once got mad at her boss. She got a syringe, mm-hmm. opened up a can of sardines, filled it with the juices, and poked through the rubber on her boss's car and squirted it in on a summer's day and just left it. Sardine juice in the car. Oh, women are evil. <laughs> I know. You got the Drano lady, this one? That's oh. impossible to get rid of yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. That's like the grumpy old men wow. thing. What is going on Sardine in your car? Sardine juicing. I've never heard of it. That's too far. You really have to hate somebody. Well, whatever. Your kids are fat for a reason. It's <laughs> because nobody's running around. Back in the good old days. Back when we were children, we used to vandalize neighborhoods regularly, and that's how we stayed thin. <laughs> <laughs> it was. All the running around we did from people that were trying to catch oh, us. Oh, yeah. That's, I was an athlete because of that. It's a fact. This must be uh, some members of Rob Flanick's family. We used to do two-liter dry ice bombs in mailboxes. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Did they blow up the mailbox? Because that's another thing my dad was You don't touch a man's mail. You don't walk on his lawn. I didn't do anything like that. Yeah, me neither. You know, my dad would flip out. We'd walk to the park all the time. If I even, like, you know, kids just reach and did old stuff. If I even touched a mailbox, we're going home. It's canceled. Like, you don't touch other people's things. But he was probably okay with the doorbell ditching and stuff. John, years ago, there was a Orange Grove off Baseline and 48th Street. There was a homeless guy that used to live in there. We would go by, pick oranges off the orange trees, and then try and lob like it was Battlefield and try and hit the homeless guy if we got there. Oh, I was terrible. <laughs> First off, what a neighborhood. <laughs> you got a homeless guy as a target. Let's go hit him with oranges. Second, 48th and Baseline. What a dick. That's not good. Man, that must have been years ago. Why? That's right by South Mountain. Yeah, it's yeah. Orange Grove. That was all Orange Grove over there? Oh, yeah. There's Probably a lot of fries stuff That's used true. to be in all that. That's a good point. Yeah, that they built around it. Homeless guy's still there. <laughs> Somebody's driveway. But, yeah, messy all the way around. Well, stop it, but get your kids out there running from somebody. If your kids aren't running from somebody, they're not trying. Did Brett ever knock over trash cans in his, in his old jalopy? We used to sideswipe trash cans all the time. No. I never. No, I didn't do that because I didn't want to scratch my paint. Yeah, my, my car was <laughs> exactly. Risk, but, and I think I, I think that's the reason the car for me was never something I used because there was a risk that that would be taken away. And I loved having a car. Once the car got going, I didn't do anything stupid anymore. I mean, with the car, I still did plenty of stupid stuff. Uh, anyway, well, good luck out there and ring doorbells. I'm glad they caught these. We had a, we had a, a thing in our neighborhood where. Uh, they paint it all over a mailbox. Uh, swastikas and Jews live here. Oh, and yes. and, and uh, they didn't get caught. Like They thought they knew who did it, but no ring doorbell. It was terrible. So then they had like a neighborhood painting party. Everybody got together and put peace and stuff. The mailbox looks like garbage because it just says peace and it's got flowers. They should have just painted, painted it and it let it go back to normal. It was, a, it was one of those uh, – it was part of a fence. So the mailbox is in the wall. 
Nothing racial, but we turfed a guy's yard with my quad as a kid. Dude came out and threatened me with a shovel. Went back that same night, unloaded a whole paintball hopper on his house. F that guy. Wow. You've <laughs> yeah, got some karma all, coming, my friend. Oh, laws are breaking. <laughs> anyway, good luck to you and your fat kids. But go out this weekend, I think. It's, the weather's nice. It's going to rain Sunday, but the weather's nice. Uh, go in doorbell ditch with your kid. <laughs> I agree. I think take him out for a Friday. Take Alex out. Take him out for a Friday night, 9 o'clock. Eight bucks will get you a nice ski mask. You're good. We ordered ski masks for the girl down the hall. Put a ski mask on. Action right shop has them. Oh, absolutely. For skiing. And uh, you roll out, you doorbell ditch, you have the time of your lives with the old man. And you take some weight off that kid of yours. Watching the news last night talking about how kids aren't, yeah, there's no hope here. Instead of saying exercise your teenager, take it for a walk. And surgeries are now approved for kids like 13 and older to gastric bypass and all this. I'm like, come on. Oh, man. We used to Work pee them. on windshields of cars, yeah. and then it goes down into the recirculation vent, so as soon as you turn your air on. I think someone did that to one of my cars then oh, because there was a, I could not really? get The air conditioner would come on. It was awful. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, and speaking of trips, uh, again, people ask, you're going to Mexico again soon, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Ah, idiot. Found five more dismembered bodies in duffel bags in Acapulco at a resort. Ah, we're not going that way. He's going with <laughs> the cartel. It doesn't yeah, matter. He's safe. Yeah. He's got the cartel yeah. people. Plus, we go with OG Mexicans. You have Mexicans, too? Yeah, our old neighbors. Oh, they go with you? Yeah, yeah. So you got the cartel, Corey. Lesbian Mexicans. And then the lesbian Mexicans yeah. tag along? See, that would make me more nervous. Why? Because they tend to, like... Aim this anger at Mexicans. <laughs> you think? Yeah. So if you got Mexicans with you, you don't know what they've done. Again, so, like yeah. Brett said, we got the cartel. Lily white folk <laughs> are the ones that, if they're not accidentally tangled up in the mix, they leave them alone because they mm-hmm. like the tourist dollars. Mexicans are the ones they're finding in these bags, but now they're starting to put them near the white people that well, are hobnobbing with them. Don't get comfortable, is what I'm you, saying. No, no, no. But we're not. We're. Two things you're describing. One's the Mexicans. We're not that. The other one is Mormon. We're not that. So the Mormons and the Mexicans tend to be chopped up and put in bags a lot down there. Mormons do? Didn't you hear about that whole massacre? Oh, was that Mormon? was a massacre. That was years ago. Though. That yeah. was years ago. But no, was... it's happened a couple of times since because oh, the Mormons yeah. are fighting back. Well, they're stealing water. That's yeah. why they took water rights. You just don't mess with that. But this one was uh, five people north of a resort in Acapulco, or just a little bit north in a place called... And they were Zaltianguis. locals? Uh, the rival gangs and vigilantes got into a fight. Some of them had some drug ties. Imagine that. Oh, shocker. And then everybody's like, Mexico's awesome. I'm like, nuh-uh. You have to go through it to get to your destination. And none of it until you're at your resort is good. That's why there's two million of them in a line at Eagle Pass, Texas right now. And <laughs> Biden has to act like he's got to figure out a plan. There's Screw a you, reason John. Why. We go across sucks. the border in Nogales to get M80s so that we can have fun when we ding-dong ditch. It's the best of both worlds. <laughs> A, don't M80 ding-dong ditch because there's dogs inside that don't know what's going on. They cause a heart attack or maybe a veteran. I always think there could possibly be a war vet or a dog inside. Doorbell ditching's fine. You can just give them a little spook, but, like, you can't do the the M80 in somebody's yard. Don't be a jerk. But you're driving to Nogales. You're not really going to Mexico. You're going to, like, the drugstore that you shouldn't be in in a bad neighborhood. Pharmacia. The second you go through Nogales and you're driving along and you've got from Nogales all the way down to Rocky Point or wherever you're headed. Nah, you're in, a, you're in a duffel bag. Go to San Diego. Go to Santa Barbara. Although that's flooded out. John, my daughter tossed waffles in the neighbor's pool, and I heard it on the radio the next day. Oh, I remember, remember that. <laughs> Wasn't 
Oh, that was my house. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's right. I had waffles in my pool. Yeah. I thought Fitz the was doing it. There's waffle in my backyard. The, the waffle tosser. They were all over my backyard, though, like frozen egos and into my pool. Yep. I forgot about the waffle. <laughs> we found out who did that? I don't know. Did Evidently, we? that guy just admitted right, it. apparently admitted it. Prick. Oh, man. <laughs> You'll get yours someday. Some of the stuff coming through. Yeah, right? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. But again, I guarantee everybody that's doing it was thin when they did it. Because you were running from something. I, imagine these clods that are out there, these teenage kids now running from things. There would be like an, a flabberlanche coming down the road. You'd know who did it. Big ball of kid. John, if you really want these kids to be skinny, uh, retirement communities don't have many ring doorbells. Just say Oh, Friendship Village was close to my house, and there was a lot of wandering around. You could, we had a thing we did once at Friendship Village when we figured out a way in called, uh, well, we doorbell ditch, but you couldn't run. <laughs> you had to walk. and like You could speed walk, but you, had, you couldn't run away from the door. And they wouldn't suspect because you weren't running. No, it well, was they, worse. It's more suspicious. Young. Yeah, it's more suspicious. There's four 14 year olds just wandering around going, okay, this one, this one. We went to grandpa's house. And you can doorbell ditch at like five and they're in bed. Oh, yeah. They're, like they're just, they're, they're settling in for the evening. So there. it's like pregame before you get into the heavy stuff later. The, the yeah, dark, we've got to yeah, warm up. This is, this is our, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is our, our camp. But we would go over to that friendship village and just doorbell ditch, but we would walk. And you have to walk to the hiding spot. The security at Friendship Village was dreadful. You could sneak right over that fence by the park. Easy peasy. You get some there's some old man's backyard right by the basketball court. You just hopped over that and then went into their little their you know, the condo living. You couldn't get into the big building, but those old people can't catch you. It was a blast. Guy says, John, she was ten. And I didn't know about it until much later. I apologize. Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> what are you doing that for? Chucking waffles in a guy's backyard. It's like some alien invasion. Nobody does that. <laughs> How like, many waffles were in your backyard? I, 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 it like, happened over a couple of days, There were a couple right? times. Like, there's more waffles in my yard. There's like seven or eight. But it was it was like crop circles. <laughs> and the dogs weren't interested in them. It was like just untouchable waffles laying in the backyard. I'm like, what is going on? Floating in the pool. Clearly coming from the alley. I didn't know what was going on. I got real nervous at the waffle thing. John, are you familiar with Goodland, Indiana? That sounds like an oxymoron. No, it uh, is. We used to go look for the cop, and then we'd run from him when I was a kid. In just Goodland, for no reason? Indiana. You just go, there he is, run. Yeah, run. Yeah. No, we never had that. And he says the cop, so like there's one cop it's in Goodland. Goodland, Indiana. <laughs> He's overwhelmed, by the way. I feel overmatched. There's meth uh, in every pocket in Goodland, and he's the only person that's there to stop it. Not happening. Anyway. Well, have fun, but get your get your fat kids out there. You know who I've been interested in the last few days? This Andrew Tate character. Yeah. Told you. Yeah, yeah, you well, we talked about him the other day. I'm like, I don't know much about him, so I started looking at There's something crazy there. Yeah. So he's in uh, Romania, and he's got this house, and the neighbors are all like, there's just guys flooding in this. There's women in it all the 24 hours a day, and then these guys go in there. And he's he's always had something brewing where he's he's made millions of dollars just kind of fleecing people with bad ideas. He's got a thing called Hustler's Camp or Hustler School where he teaches you how to be a hustler, how to be a badass. And inside this house is uh, – there's a bunch of girls that, and they're having sex with them and stuff. But the, they're saying now that the women didn't want to do that. Like they would coerce them online to say, hey, come by. Let's go on a date and then get them to the house, force them to have sex acts or tell them they'd beat them up. I don't know how true or real that is, but he's in court now. But uh, evidently, he had made over it was like $6 million 
getting dudes to pay to go to his hustler school. Teach him how to be a how to be a player. Wow. Yeah. And I went through some serious droughts in my life with the ladies. Yeah. And I don't think that would ever appeal to me. We, How desperate do you that, have to be to go to hustler school? We said that when that mystery show was on. I was just going to say that pickup yeah, artist the guy. The pickup yeah. artist, yeah. And they said that at the same time. How how desperate do you have to be to go and then, like, the one guy became part of his crew. The one yeah. schlub on there became part of his crew. Because he learned how to close. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the El Toro guy. He learned how to up them. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't understand. Like, I'm reading it. I'm like, this guy's made millions of dollars just taking sad young men and – Basically, having sex with prostitutes and making them feel okay about it. it's just a confidence game. Is that they once you kind of knock the you take the lid off of the virginity, right? It's like, see, you can do it, you'll get it, right? But he took a bunch of money from him. I'm like, that's a pretty good game right there. But if those guys have, is he just fleecing rich kids or I don't know? But anybody's I mean, got mil- the money to make millions, you got to do it a lot, right? Yeah, I would and he that. is evidently. But he also had other games going on online and things like that. But. Well, from some of the stuff I read, he's like a young Jeffrey Epstein. He's, he's yeah, he's a crazy person, yeah. and and the girls are definitely like it's a questionable like how they got there and yeah. what they're doing. But he went to court the other day, and he's got the Koran. So he's turned to religion, like I, you know. But again, if you ran Hustler Club, yeah, you can't go to God now. You Even can't. Allah it, yeah. looks at you and says, yeah. All right. <laughs> "Come on, I know." <laughs> Especially Allah. Yeah. I, I I wonder how like. Because to me, I'd think, well, I could talk losers into being better at being with girls. And I'm no good at it. But I could probably talk to, like, losers. Because that's who you're you're targeting, who feel like they can't they, – they, not only can they not talk to girls, they'll never talk to girls. They don't have hope. So they need some right. – and this guy looks the part. Right. He's, he's kind of a handsome he does a little bit, guy, yeah. and he's got the look. So you go to him and you're like, this guy clearly knows – and he's telling you, hey, I can get you there. And he takes him to this house, and you have sex with these girls and then for the fee. So basically, he's kind of a pimp, and then he teaches you how to hit on them. John, those, uh, that it's Hustlers weird. University was aimed at people so stupid, they were paying five grand a yeah. head to join it. To just go to this house. Yeah. Repeatedly, he says. Yeah, and, it's, uh, and I don't even know how that business model works. Not to say I'm not interested in it. That sounds like – it doesn't sound like grifting. It sounds like there's an open market. And it's yeah. kind of it's yeah. kind of a, a loophole in prostitution and pimping. So like, long as the girls are in on it, there's a market there. Yeah, so long as there's, the girls are interested or right. in on it or part of it. But or that's the benefiting. problem. They're saying that he sex trafficked right. these girls and he and he lured them in. And one guy said he tried to get my daughter when she was like 16, and uh, she she didn't fall for it, and then came to me and said this and that. So th- th- that was kind of where it all started. The yarn started to come off the sweater. But I'm watching this and I'm like, who's the guy? And and how many of them are there? This is that's scary. And is it like it, R. Kelly or something? I mean, well, just, no, but it kind of goes back to the thing I always say about like active shooters and things like that. You can almost always trace back to the fact that they're helpless with the opposite sex or sexuality. Like, like a lack of sex makes a man bananas. And the lack of uh, any potential for sex clears the decks of all sanity. I, I, like if a guy feels like I'll never have sex again. And he's already pent up and weirded out about it. In this sexualized society, I think that leads to a ton of stuff. So I think the, you know, the next logical step would be to legalize prostitution and make it so these guys can get laid every once in a while. Because nobody ever wants to shoot anybody after they have sex. 
So, I mean, I think that's really the – you see it like – I'm not kidding. Like, incels and all these guys, they're the ones doing crazy stuff all the time. They're the ones who never had a chance. So, if you just make it, you know, every city's got a couple of houses and just like they do in Vegas. So, Nevada's got the right yeah, idea. Nevada's kind of got the right idea. You're still – you're never going to eliminate all of it. Right. Because there's lunatics and you can't stop crazy. But I think we could stem the tide of nuttiness – at least weird behavior. Well, we got gambling down here now, so the whorehouses yeah. are next or what? Yeah. Why, why make it so seedy? Because evidently these incels won't pay for it on their own. So, you know, you go, like, you go over to Talking Stick, you knock it out, and you get some money out of the thing, and then you're on the player's card, and the player's card gives you one free hooker, and they've got them waiting at Talking <laughs> Stick. I was going to say, because I know there's hookers there. Oh, there's hookers <laughs> there. It's, it's uh, an insane amount of hookers yeah. at that place. I had no All idea. casinos, though, but so, yeah. I was there... I don't remember the last time. And the lady sitting across from me is just in jeans and a T-shirt. Looked nothing. No. No. Wasn't she's all right. up. Yeah, she's like probably 45, 40-something like that. Or just a beat up 38. And she's uh, sitting at this machine playing. And I'm two feet from her. And I'm by myself. And I'm half paying attention. I'm looking over. And, she, and these guys come over. Excuse me, ma'am. You've got to go. What did I do? We know what you're here for. You've got to go. They cleared her out. They knew. Oh, no kidding. And I asked the lady doing drinks, and I'm like, how did they know? And she goes, oh, she's been here before. In fact, she was here earlier tonight, and she was in a different outfit. You're like, no oh. kidding. So she was a whore earlier, and they spotted her, and then she came back dressed as a normal, like pretty much. And I started laughing because I'm like, how, do you, how can you tell? They knocked her out of there. Like, it was smooth as silk, too. They let her cash out. They followed her. There was two guys with her the whole way. There's hookers at that talking stick all over the place. I can't spot them. I have no idea how to do it. I can spot the obvious ones, but they're everywhere. But yeah, I don't understand. This human trafficking thing is it's, it's way out of my pay grade. I don't understand how it works. I don't know how you get there. I don't know the girls that do it, but this Andrew Tate guy's got, he's got it all figured out. I also discovered yesterday through the news that if I know you or don't know you, if the word TikTok stars attached to your name, I root for you're you to done. have problems. I totally agree. <laughs> this Bryce Hall guy got into yeah. a fight in Las Vegas. I don't know who he is. I've never. I, I watched two videos of his, and they were all just him walking around on the street with a friend. Him going, "Do you think Bryce Hall would kick this guy's ass?" Another TikTok guy, and people would be like, "Who? Uh, I never heard of Bryce Hall." And he'd stand and go, "Really? You don't know who I am?" He'd like pop out of the, sh- the shadows. I'm like, "Oh no, not everybody knows who you are." And then somebody said that Austin McBroom, another one, would beat up Bryce Hall. And they didn't know Bryce Hall was if standing right there. Famous for being an asshole on social media, but he wasn't doing you're not anything. Famous, yeah. You're just an asshole. Well, the Paul brothers have done it. They've they made did a, it a little differently. They've but, made a fortune. Yeah. Off no, of I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I don't know who Bryce Hall is. But he wandered around the streets, and then so he's in Vegas, and he started to fight a security guard, and they handled his ass. And I'm like, yeah. good. But then I started to realize I don't even know who that kid is. Maybe I do think he's funny. I don't Watch know who videos. that guy is either. But Terrible. maybe they're. It's it's those guys that try and do the. Jake and Logan Paul playbook. Yeah, like years later, like when that first came out, I, I get it. But if you're trying to do that now, he looks like a douche. He looks like a oh, douche. God, right? Like, who, fo- who like? And that that goes back to the What's other up, thing. Who these guys are the ones that are making incels feel terrible? Because he makes me feel bad. Because he's like a talentless twenty something who got a TikTok thing, and somehow or another, enough people watched him. That, that he his, gets invited to stuff. That he gets that. millions like he's on of dollars. Carpets and whatnot. And his douchery makes everybody yeah. feel helpless. <laughs> and then all of them think they're boxers. Like every one of them wants to fight because that's where money is. For some reason, people want to watch that guy get punched. Is he banging Ariana Grande? I don't know. I don't think so. No way. Anyway, I don't get it. 
I don't get how any entertainment works now, but I just realized that if somebody says TikToker punched by security guard, I'm, I'm old man happy immediately. Yeah. Get him. I want every TikTok superstar to get knocked out. There's no Tom Hanks on TikTok. You know no. what I mean? There's no like guy going, man, he's just everybody loves that TikTok guy. It feels like everyone hates every TikTok person, unless it's a girl with a great ass. All the boy TikTokers you want to knock out. And I don't know why that is. Is it jealousy? Yes. Kind of, I think it is, too. Yeah, I think we're probably. all jealous. Yeah, like, you're, you're douche factor. Like, you're everything no one wanted to hang out with in school. And somehow or another, you're making millions yep. of dollars. Immediately. Like, you, you haven't earned a thing. I guess that's probably where the jealousy comes in. Maybe it's just I mean, more envy because I wish that was me. You work hard for your money. And this kid seemed to, like, stumble into it just because accidentally. TikTok. You see a TikToker today, Agus House, doorbell ditch and do something. <laughs> it's probably a gated house, though. Uh, what do you got on the big board of uh, music there, Bert? Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Our buddies over there are going to take care of you this winter time. You're going to head up and uh, do some snowboarding, some skiing. They got all the needs. You're going to, especially if you got to get your, uh, you know, your skis waxed oh, yeah. or repaired or anything. They got all the guys there to do it. And if you don't want to head up north, the hell with it. Go on, um, head up to the mountains. They got all the mountain bikes there and the best wrenches in town. ActionRideShop.com is where you get it, and check them out on all the socials. And a lot of stuff here for Brady. Uh, Frayed ends of sanity from Metallica, uh, asking Alexandria if faded out. It's not a tumor. Uh, this one's nice. I, I hope you rot from Parkway Drive. Uh, Slayer, piece by piece, push it. Drink Static to the X. dead for clutch. It. Wake up dead from Megadeth. Skinny man. Okay, we're doing Static X, push it, because that's the noise Brady's belly made the entire time to create <laughs> this hernia on his belly button. And then we had Ski Mask Way for our last conversation. That's such a great song. <laughs> The ski mask, but the uh, uh, I have gotten emails from people. If uh, you're just tuning in, Brady's not here because he's got a herniated belly button that has to get surgically removed. It's like a big donut sticking out of his belly button. It's weird looking. His belly's already weird looking. Now it's got this <laughs> life preserver sitting in the center of it. Um, and some guy said I was out for a month because they cut oh, my. Man. But he said, but I'm in incredible shape. <laughs> so, so he's going to be out like a year. So this year and guy, and a half? no, no, no. <laughs> so they cut his muscles. Oh, like, yeah, okay. so Brady's getting oh, Brady none be of back that tomorrow, So Brady will be back maybe later by the end of the show. <laughs> he should be in the uh, in the room now. But then another guy emailed and said I was back in the day. Oh, okay. I was I was moving around that night. Just didn't couldn't do anything for a few days, like you know strenuous activities. And I don't think we have to worry about that with Brady. It's not like he's. <laughs> I got to cancel my hike. You know it's not going to be a thing. <laughs> Nature walk? Yeah, I don't know if strenuous activities include picking up a bowl of uh, flaming Hot Doritos and watching Moana with his daughter, but that's about as strenuous as it's going to get. Uh, but push it. That's what it is. That's in his belly. That's what caused this nightmare in the first place. And Brady's uh, under the knife as we speak. They say the surgery only takes 20 or 30 minutes, so he should be just about done uh, if that's the way it is. But this was a big donut, so it might be a 30 or 40-minute op- operation on him. I don't know how, much, how often doctors do that and just go, ugh, gross. <laughs> like when they see it. His is a biggie. Get pictures. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.